friends, and welcome back to Between Your Ears. I'm your host, Peg Cleland, and thank you for joining me for another Mindset Chat. Today we're going to talk about spring cleaning. And I don't know if it's spring in your part of the world, wherever you're listening to this from, but it is spring here. And you might not know this, but I live in a little place. Uh, it's a city, but it seems small in Canada, and it's called Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. So if you can say that three times fast, maybe you'll win a prize. But anyway, it's spring here, although it just keeps teasing us. Mother Nature is playing games with us. It keeps snowing every other day. So hopefully it's spring where you are. And today's topic is spring cleaning. And this kind of came up in my world for a couple of reasons. One, it's spring. And I think that's something that we all tend to want to do in spring. We want to clean up. We want to, you know, get our house ready for the summer. And so we're cleaning up the place that we live in. And the other reason that this has been very apparent to me recently is that we're moving. And if you've ever moved from one house to another in your lifetime, you know that uh, when you're moving, there's a lot of stuff to go through. Years of, you know, collecting, there's bits and pieces of this and that, the treasured stuff, the memories, and there's also lots of junk and clutter and old things and dusty broken things that we've just kind of let let go and we have forgotten about them. But all that random shit that you hold on to, and <laughs> trust me, I am a holder on to of random shit. I'm a pack rat and I know I'm guilty of that. So this moving and spring cleaning, decluttering has become um, a real, I guess, obsession lately. And so that's why I thought I'm going to do a podcast on it because I think that this idea of spring cleaning and just cleaning out our homes, it really does relate to, and that's what I'm going to do today, is link this back to the space between your ears. Not the space in your home where you live, but the space between your ears, you live there even more. We might be moving to a different city now, but my mind comes with me. So just because I'm cleaning up my house to get it ready for selling it, I can't sell what's between my ears. That comes with me wherever I go. So I think it's even more important to take care of and clean up the space between our ears because that's where we live. So does your space up there need a little bit of spring cleaning? And I'm sure you're all familiar with Marie Kondo. And if you're not, she wrote a book, oh, it's probably 10 or 15 years ago now, I don't know, called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. I think that was the name of the book. But there's now also a Netflix series I think it's just called tidy up. But her whole mantra was, does it spark joy? So when she is helping people as a coach to declutter and spring clean their home, what she does is, let's just say for your clothes, you throw all your clothes on the bed, but then you lift them up, you look at them and you ask yourself, does this spark joy? And if it does, then you should keep it. And if it doesn't, you should get rid of it. And as I already told you, I'm a pack rat. So as we are planning to move and packing up our stuff, this has become a very common question in our household. And my daughter Haley is much better at parting with things than I am. So she, um, even though she's younger than me, she gives me some wisdom on things. But we're, we're always asking ourselves, does this spark joy? Or also, would somebody else appreciate this more than we do? So when it comes to your mind... Does it, does the stuff up there spark joy? And that's what this podcast is going to be all about is how we can get to a place where it does, where what we keep up there 
does spark joy and bring us joy in our lives. So you may have seen my Instagram bio, and if you haven't, feel free to go there, Peg Cleland Coaching, check it out. But it says, I just wrote a statement because I think it kind of applies to what I do as a mindset coach. I took a little liberty there with Marie Kondo's uh, quote, but I said, if it doesn't spark joy in the space between your ears, then let's get that shit out. And truthfully, that is what we need to do when we are clearing the space between our ears is get out the stuff that isn't serving us. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to ask ourselves some questions. But I also want to relate this to your body because you may have heard that before, you know, get healthy, eat clean, exercise, do all the things to take care of your body because it's the one home that you live in. And I feel the same way about our mind, uh, even more so because sometimes your mind can actually help you with the getting healthy stuff. That's a whole other conversation, but I truly believe that you have to get your mind clear before you can actually set up some good habits for exercise and eating. But I digress. So let's talk about some of the the ways that we can clean out the space between our ears and, and what is up there. Like what is up there? That is such a small space. I say it all the time. It's a It's a very small space, but it has a huge impact on our lives. So what things are going on upstairs in your upper floor? What thoughts, beliefs have taken up residence between your ears? And some of them, I'm going to guess and suggest, are just cluttering up the precious space that's up there. Limiting beliefs. And we could do a whole other podcast on just limiting beliefs and what they, what they do to us. We do get ingrained in our beliefs, and, and sometimes it's our self-identity, things that we identify with. We've learned to accept them. And I'll relate this to your house, too. Going around our house now, preparing to move, there are things that we have like not even noticed in years that we just live with. And I think limiting beliefs are like that. So, you know, there's a broken thing on the front closet door. It's been broken for a long time, but we just get used to seeing it. And it's the same thing with some of your decorations or just you've always kept this thing on the counter. We get used to it. And that's kind of the same as limiting beliefs. We let them live in our brain because it's a belief or an identity that we've just grown used to. And comfort, it, it's the comfortable place. And we don't change anything because it's just comfortable to leave it that way. So there are so many limiting beliefs between our ears that we should become more aware of. All of these things lead back to my favorite word, awareness. Are you seeing all the crap that's between your ears? And are you looking at it and deciding if it sparks joy or if you should get rid of it? And sometimes that takes work. I'm not saying it's easy to get rid of limiting beliefs and just you know throw them out, but become aware of them, get curious why you have them. And when I mentioned identity, uh, that's part that comes into uh, getting healthy when people see themselves and start to identify as a person who is healthy or is getting healthy or a person who goes to the gym. That sense of identity is what helps them to achieve what they want. So it's the same thing when we have an identity of, oh, I'm always late or my house is always a little bit messy. Like if that's an identity that you have, you just live with it. You get used to it. It's your comfortable identity. So start to be aware and question yourself on some of your limiting beliefs or these self-identities that you've accepted over the years that you could choose to change. You could choose to not be the person who's always late. You've just given yourself that identity. 
And again, <laughs> speaking to myself, how many of you out there set your clocks five minutes fast, hoping that it'll make you on time? <laughs> I have a good friend who she's always thinking that people are telling her the dinner reservation is earlier than it actually is. Like she started to understand that people know she's always late. So they they tell her a time that's not right. But then she's in her mind thinking, ah, I think they're just trying to trick me because they know I'm late. But anyway, limiting beliefs and self-identity. These are things we need to look at. And what are some, I'll call them dusty old stories because there's a lot of dusty stuff in my basement that I don't even know why I still have it around. But the dusty old stories that replay in your head that you're just not even aware of. And they're dusty. You don't need them. They're not a story that's serving you. We can choose a new story, get rid of the old story. So what are some of your dusty stories? What are some things that are a worry in your mind that if you really looked at them, it's just a useless worry? Like maybe it's something that you can't change anyway, or it's not your decision to make, or like sometimes we carry this stress or worry that we can't do anything about anyway. So it's just a useless worry taking up space in your brain. Just like (laughs) useless knickknacks that I might have on my shelf. If they don't spark joy, if they're not serving me in a way that brings joy or, you know, if it's a thought in your head, if it doesn't make you feel good, get rid of that shit. Be aware, get curious. What can you spring clean from between your ears? Another huge one, when we talk about mindset, we always have to address like negative thoughts, self-criticism. And we, we all have this um, negativity bias. We automatically kind of go to the negative. I, I don't know if it's a primal. I think I've heard it's sort of a primal thing because, you know, in the days when you had to <laughs> run from something scary or bad, it was better that you had that negativity um, quickness to see what, what could happen negatively before you looked at the positive sunny side. But these negative thoughts that go through our head, and I, I did a post, I'm going to share it with you, months and months ago on my Instagram feed, and it said, important notice. If you have an inner critic renting space in your head, you have every right as the owner of said space to evict that bitch. <laughs> and... I went on to say, you wouldn't put up with crap or property damage from a renter in your building, and this is no different. So it's exactly what I'm talking about today. This is no different if someone's renting. So is there somebody in your head that's renting space up there, and they're a very shitty tenant? Because that's actually you. You're the shitty tenant. You are the one throwing trash around, hurling insults. Letting dust cover your dreams, leaving stains on your memories, breaking promises, finding fault in the decor up there, killing the growth that could happen, you're ignoring needs, you're letting bad stuff move in there, and just constantly criticizing. So in my post, I said, basically, you're polluting the air in there and destroying your one precious home. And my challenge to people, my call to action was give that inner critic a name if it helps and then kick her ass to the curb. Like, bye-bye, Betty. You don't deserve to live in my head. And so it's the same thing with the negative thoughts that, that you have. Like, you're the one putting them there. You're the one that can get rid of them. 
spring clean them out because I'm going to guess that they're not sparking joy. Instead, they're, they're really uh, cluttering and darkening your environment up there. So how do we get rid of that shit? <laughs> I have a couple suggestions. And again, it's, it's things you can choose to do or not to do, but some ways that you can get rid of stuff between your ears. First thing, talk it out. Instead of letting it ramble around inside your head all the time, talk it out. And maybe that's with a good friend. Maybe that's getting some therapy. Maybe that's, you know, with your partner. Talk it out. Because when it stays up there, it just starts to fester and get dusty. It's just clutter and, yeah, clean it out. Spring clean it out. Talk it out with somebody to get it out of you. Even if you have nobody to talk it out with. This is something I often recommend to um, some of my human design clients when you're trying to get rid of energy that's, you know, maybe within your head, you have too many thoughts going on, is send yourself a voice note. Like literally talk to yourself, but not inside your head. Talk it out in a voice note. Because then maybe you can listen back to it later and just see like how negative it might have sounded when you said the things that you needed to get out of you. So talk it out. That's one way. Write it out. And this is another really good tip for all of us is to journal. So often stuff gets stuck in our mind and it rambles around up there. And if we just journaled it out, like just get a pen and paper and just free write. You can be angry when you're free writing. You can be sad. You can just free write. Just write, 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 write. No sentence structure, no grammar. Whatever comes out, comes out. But write it out. And then you can burn it if you want to. But if it helps you clean up the space um, between your ears, then write it out. Another great idea, move it out. And we sometimes say that um, emotion is just energy in motion. So if you have emotions, and I know emotions don't live in your head, but we do mull them over up there. We have feelings that create our thoughts. So move it out, like exercise, go for a walk, get out in nature. Nature is a huge way to cleanse and clear space. Uh, Just like when you open your windows to let fresh air run through your house, That's kind of what happens when you go for a walk. Let some fresh air, I'm not going to say it's going to blow through your ears, let's hope not, but let the fresh air help to move out some of the the negative thoughts or, or just overwhelming thoughts that might be going on between your ears. And exercise as well. So if you're out in nature, great, but even just moving in exercise, it detoxes your body, okay? You're getting rid of toxins and if that helps to, it also takes your mind off things. I wrote about this in the chapter that I did in my book that movement and focusing on teaching took my mind off things that were bothering me because I was so focused on the the exercises that I was doing and teaching. So sometimes movement can just take your mind off what's going on up there. So move it out. Meditate it out. And again, same kind of idea. And meditation, remember, you don't have to have a skill to meditate. Meditation is just slowing your mind down a little bit. It's breathing, focusing on your breath to take your mind off your thoughts. It's learning to observe your thoughts and let them go and not get stuck in the space between your ears, but instead observe. If it sparks joy, keep it, but let it go for now. Do you know what I mean? Just allow some space between your ears by meditating it out. And the last one I wrote down is just throw it out. Like truthfully, sometimes we let stuff sit up there because we just aren't making ourselves aware that we're holding on to it. And you always have a choice. When you become aware of something, you have a choice. You can decide 
to get rid of it. And it may not happen like right away, but it's something that you have a conscious choice to work towards changing those thoughts, getting them out of your head, those patterns, those beliefs, that identity, whatever it is that's up there that's, you know, cluttering your space, you have a choice. So you can decide to throw it out, move it out. Um, So that's the spring cleaning to-do list. And you can choose to do some of it or not. But if you're cleaning your house, clean the inner house. It's really important. But I have one more perspective I want to share. And that's a comparison that I came up with as we were preparing to move. Because we've known for a couple months that this might happen. So for the last few months, it's interesting. And I love observing my humanness, my human human It's interesting how aware and conscious I have become and very selective about what I add to our home. Because I know that I'm going to need to tidy it, declutter it, get it ready for selling. I also know that I'm going to have to move whatever belongings do spark joy. I'm going to have to move them with us. So I've really been aware of what I add to our home, what I purchase or what I allow to come in. So an example is just like at Costco, I love, you know, the blankets, the pillows, you'll see things. But I've said to myself, I catch myself and I say, oh, but I don't want to add more because I'm just going to be cleaning out. And same thing with books. I love books, but I've been consciously aware of maybe not buying more books right now and adding more, more, because we live in a society of more and it's easy to start adding things to your home that you might just have to clean out eventually. So if you're, if you're wanting to declutter, downsize, and simplify your home, be aware of what you're bringing in. But if you want to declutter your space between your ears, be aware of what you are consuming because that is the bringing in of stuff into that space. And we live in a society of consuming as far as what goes on between our ears. Do you need to stop consuming and start using what's already up there? So often, um, you know, people want to learn more and learn more and learn more and never actually, and I've given you guys this example of me starting this podcast. I just always felt I needed to consume more information, learn a little bit more, get a few more tips, ask a few more questions. And I never took the first step to do the thing. So sometimes we can get stuck consuming and putting all kinds of things into our head and never making use of them. It's just like buying more books and not using them because I have too many. So really be aware of what you're consuming if it's keeping you from creating. Okay? You don't want to be a hoarder of information. I talked about duality last week. Same thing here. If you're hoarding the information, you're not living into the duality. So if you've learned something, teach it to somebody else or you know, teach it to yourself by doing the thing. So don't, don't be a hoarder of lots of junk. The other thing I will say about consuming, and I know that for myself, this is something I selectively am aware of. I don't consume the news very often. And sometimes I think, well, that's bad when I'm completely oblivious <laughs> to world things that are going on. I'm not quite that bad. But if you're constantly consuming the news, it can definitely affect what's going on between your ears. So just be aware, monitor it, and know when it's too much and when you don't need those worries because you can't do something about it right now. Like just keep your space kind of clear and and simplify a little bit if you need to. And then social media, obviously, 
we consume. We scroll, scroll, scroll. We're consuming, consuming, taking in all these other people's ideas and achievements and what they're doing in this. And we can get overwhelmed up there in that space between your ears. So really be conscious of what you are adding to your home up there. All right. I'm going to leave you with this homework. I want you to pretend. Pretend that you are selling the space between your ears. Would someone else want to live there? If you had a showing, just like I'm getting ready to have showings for my home, are you ready to have someone walk through your mind and would they want to live there? Is it clean and uncluttered? Is it somewhat organized or is it overwhelmed and frantic and lots of stuff everywhere? Does it seem sunny and bright, positive and fresh? Or is it dark? The light bulbs don't work. There's nothing going on up there. Dusty. Is it an inviting environment where you would love to hang out so that other people who are walking through on their tour, would they want to live there? Because sometimes we treat others better than we treat ourselves. I think this is a known fact. So treat yourself and the space between your ears. You're showing it to somebody and you want to be proud of that space to say, hey, look, look what I've cultivated up here. So think about that with respect to that small space between your ears. And I know there are people who, when they're getting ready to move, once, once they clean their house up and declutter and get rid of some stuff and, and organize it and repaint a few things, it looks so good that they don't want to sell it. They don't want to move out anymore. So that's what I hope for all of us is that we can create a space between our ears that is so amazingly desirable that we don't ever wish it was different. We don't ever wish it looked different or felt different. It's just the perfect home, the perfect space up there between your ears. So thank you for listening to my little chat about moving and cleaning and I hope it sparked some thoughts for you and that's basically what I always want to do is is spark some thoughts and in this one I guess spark some joy Uh, if you haven't watched Marie Kondo's stuff go watch it it's quite interesting and fun and if you enjoyed this if you think somebody else in your life could get value screenshot and share it uh, in your stories and then tag me I do love to see that and I will reshare you because that's kind of fun and I love to know that that you're getting some value so any feedback find me over on Instagram Peg Cleveland Coaching and again thanks for joining me and I hope you have a lovely uh, spring and you get all your cleaning done in your home and in that space between your ears <music>